0: Coming up, we're talking midgets at Millbridge, and then I've got thoughts on lessons to be learned from the Formula One weekend at Coda. Let's go. Today is Tuesday, October 26, 2021. Welcome into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. The Carolina Midget Showdown got underway last night at Millbridge Speedway, and after the weather cleared out, we were treated to a good night of racing. As expected, the field was pretty small at only 15 cars, but the quality was strong, and honestly, Millbridge is such a small joint, I'm not sure you were going to get better racing there with more cars in the field. In the feature, CJ Leary and Christopher Bell led the field to green, and Bell was quickly out front early, banging the boards. The top two were right together, though, through the early stages, as Leary driving Alex Bowman's midget was really strong off the bottom. Eventually, Leary was able to get clear of Bell and take control of the race. He then survived multiple restarts late to take the $2,500 victory. Bell settled for second, Gavin Boshell finished third, Ethan Mitchell was fourth, and Ryan Timms completed the top five. Brent Cruz also ran in the top five early, but ended up out after a slider attempt on Bell went sideways, and he suffered some broken front suspension bits. Tonight, they will line up again and do it all over again, this time for $7,500 to win. Other notables in the field last night included Cannon McIntosh, Zach Dom, Nick Hoffman, Tim Buckwalter, and Jade Avedisian. If you can't be at Millbridge tonight, the racing will again be live on Dirt Vision, and the card also includes box stocks, uh, box stock outlaw carts, and non-wing 600 micros. Besides uh, Bell and Leary last night, I think Cruz and Boshell really stood out in the midgets. Both were fast, and I will add the caveat that they both have a ton of laps around Millbridge, uh, Millbridge but they had no problem mixing it up with the top guys. Cruz has been strong all year, bagging a bunch of Power-Eye wins and fighting for that series championship. Both through slider attempts at Bell and watching Bochelle really go wheel-to-wheel with Seabell through the middle portion of the race was pretty impressive. Not many 13-year-olds are going to get the opportunity to race with a three-time Chili Bowl winner and current Cup Series regular, but Bochelle raced him like a veteran. I've also seen a bunch of questions in social media posts about Bell, and it does appear as though he's back in the Coons' camp. His last few midget starts have come with KKM, and there's no reason to believe at this point that he won't be in a Coons midget for the Chili Bowl. We know Bell sold his sprint car, and he hasn't raced with Chad Boats since the Chili Bowl back in January. He's got his own shop now for his micro stuff. Hopefully we'll get to see him run some more midget stuff this offseason, including maybe the indoor show at DuCoin, and it'll be fun to see him back at Turkey Night as well. Onto my main topic of today's show. Formula One was at the Circuit of the Americas in Austin, Texas this last weekend, and over the three days brought in somewhere in the neighborhood of 400,000 people through the gates. In addition, according to Adam Stern of Sports Business Journal, another 1.225 million people watched the race on ABC, which is a massive jump versus past years and races. The F1 TV ratings trailed both the Cup Series and Xfinity Series at Kansas, but not by much. Seen a bunch of social media posts about the U.S. Grand Prix, and there have been some articles about comparisons between decisions made by NASCAR and F1 around this as well. Definitely an interesting situation to follow, and there's been a ton of chatter about the F1 show and Netflix. Their drive to uh, the F1 show on Netflix, excuse me, Drive to Survive and its effect on the weekend. And I think for good reason. The last several seasons of that show have taken us behind the scenes of the global motorsport series. It has opened up a lot of eyes and brought a bunch of new fans to the racing. You have a diverse cast of characters participating in a dangerous competition that takes them to all sorts of locales with plenty of drama to be had from start to finish. What's not to like in there? For longtime fans of motorsports, though, this is nothing new. The same things you see happening in Drive to Survive play out every weekend across the country, from big-time NASCAR shows to your local dirt track. The only real difference here is that cameras are around to catch the F1 drama. So yes, Netflix's massive audience has helped drive the big growth, but there's a big lesson to be learned here by not only NASCAR and IndyCar, but your favorite dirt racing series and track. People want the story. They want to know the characters. They want to see the drama. Give them the whole package. The competition of the sport is certainly great, but it's not the only thing it has to offer. For dirt racing specifically, the World of Outlaws or USAC or Lucas or whoever, they don't need Netflix to drive a story about their racing. A real investment into their social platforms, including YouTube, would go a long way to helping grow the sport. It's been a few years ago now, but I spent nearly an entire day getting blasted by late model racer Tyler Erb and squaring off with much of the dirt late model community on Twitter because I said they weren't doing enough to promote their racing online. I said there should be more coverage, more videos, more behind the scenes, and was met with vitriol from Herb, some race fans, and even resistance from people like Michael Rigsby who started Dirt on Dirt and now runs Flow Racing. In the span of time since then, we've seen the meteoric rise of the Hunt the Front YouTube channel. Those guys are doing literally everything I suggested and they now have the biggest dirt racing channel on YouTube. That channel didn't explode because people are super psyched about regional late model racing. The channel exploded because it's a story about a group of guys chasing their dreams with some great visuals. Hunt the Front has nearly 30,000 more subscribers than the World of Outlaws. And if you think I'm wrong, we can go even further. The three biggest dirt racing YouTube channels I track are Hunt the Front, the World of Outlaws, and you know who's in third? Tanner Holmes. A kid from Oregon who I've had on uh, on Dirt Tracker Conversations, he started out in outlaw karts and has moved now into sprint car racing. Outlaw karts certainly aren't huge. Running limited sprint cars in Oregon, also not big, but Holmes has amassed over 50,000 subscribers. Why? Because story. He's taken you along for his ride. Bigger than USAC, Eldora, Speedway, and Knoxville's channels combined is Tanner Holmes' following. Motorsports is full of baked-in drama. We just need to find more ways to show it. You'd be surprised how far a camera or two and some decent editing would go. If you're a series or a track or a racer and you want to see more people at the racetrack, give them something to be invested in. Use your social channels, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, YouTube, your Twitter accounts, all of these things, Facebook. 400,000 people went to the U.S. Grand Prix because they wanted to see Max Verstappen and Lewis Hamilton battle it out in front of them. They seen all the sniping back and forth between Total Wolf and Christian Horner on Netflix. This was their chance to see Red Bull and the Mercs do it on track live. This old school horseshit about the streaming services and social media taking people away from the track is just flat wrong. A whole bunch of people watched a show on Netflix, bought tickets and travel, and showed up to a racetrack. And this race was on network television, not pay TV, not a streaming service, and they came to see it live. This stuff works. The lessons are there to be learned. The question is, who's gonna get their head out of the sand, break through the antiquated thinking, and do something about it? Speaking of streaming, there are two shows on the streaming schedule today with Dirt Vision showing at night two of the Carolina Midget Showdown at Mill, uh, Millbridge and Flow Racing 24-7 happening over at Flow. To see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. That's it for the show today. I hope you have a good Tuesday. If you have thoughts about the topics on today's show, please leave them in the comments below or tweet at me. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily.